Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Body Battlefield Christianity. Um, I know it's been a while since I recorded a message. Um, So thank you for those that have tuned in and listened or whatnot. I hope you've been blessed uh, by topics that we've discussed in the past. Uh, Today, this message is uh, specifically geared uh, to those that have uh, committed the act of abortion. Now, before I say anything else, I would like to talk to you, um, whoever is listening, <clears throat> that this message is for, uh, this is a message of forgiveness. And what I mean is that the Lord, a couple days back, just really laid it on my heart really heavy um, to put out a message for anybody that's participated in an abortion, whether that was the the provider, the the woman uh, having the abortion, or a, a man or a friend that supported it, and so this the Lord put on my heart to put out there that there is forgiveness in what you have done. So to give a little context, back in high school. I had a friend get a, a, a gal pregnant and unbeknownst to me at the time, because I was so ignorant in my youth, I was like, oh, well, they're both really young. They don't need a child to ruin all that. They have their whole lives ahead of them. And I sent my friend money so he could have the baby aborted. Now, I don't know if that happened or whatnot, and I pray that it didn't. I, I hope he just kind of kept the money and didn't do anything with it, but... It was put on my heart uh, a couple years back to repent of that sin. Uh, and it, it, it tears me up inside every time I think about it. But here's the thing. Is that Jesus Christ came into this world um, to die for us sinners. He, he died for us to restore that right relationship with him. So here we go, right? One of the most quoted verses of, of all time, even if you're a non-believer, is probably John 3.16. But what's even more important was what comes after that in, in uh, John three seventeen. So I'll read both. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him that they might be saved. So through Jesus Christ, who bore all of our sins, we now have... A right relationship with him if we choose to accept. Now, repentance is a turning away of sin, right? If you still engage in said sin, but also in asking for forgiveness, right? He already, he did forgive you, right? But it is the act of asking for forgiveness where we really come in line of a full understanding of the gift of Jesus Christ. So, the thing is, is that if you had committed uh, an abortion or did, or if you had one, just know that the it doesn't like Jesus loves you. Like there's no there's no sin that would separate you from His love. Like He eagerly awaits for you to realize the love and compassion that He has for each one of us regardless of sin, past, present, or future, that he loves us so much. He gives us, it's not, it's not about second chances, dude. Like there, God has given me so many 
second chances, if you will, in life, that it, it baffles me, his love and grace and mercy. He is so sovereign. And so this really is for those, for anybody that has that is feeling condemnation of the of an abortion, that there is forgiveness in Jesus Christ, that he loves you, that he he's ready, willing and able to forgive you, to accept you and to just, you know, be with like to be with you in that and forgiving that and to, to move on. Right. You don't need to live in that. So I'd like to read a couple other scriptures that might help solidify what I'm trying to say. So Matthew chapter 9, verse 13. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I do not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. 2 Corinthians 7, chapter 7, verse 10. For godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation, not to be regretted, but the sorrow of the world produces death. Luke chapter 15, verse 7. I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just persons who need no repentance. So I just, I, I want to kind of close with this scripture, this last scripture I'm going to read to you and give you a couple more thoughts and encouragement. So this is from Romans chapter 6, verses 21 through 23. What fruit did you have then in the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of these things is death, but now having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness and to the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So you don't have to be defined by what you have done. That's what the enemy does. That's what the devil wants. He wants to call you sinner when the Lord has called you son or daughter. Don't don't let him define you by past actions. This this message is very like the Lord really put it on my heart to really tell somebody out there that needs to hear that you are forgiven. Just ask for that forgiveness. Live in the newness of Christ and that he loves you and that your life will be so transformed if you really truly seek love and follow him. You know, I I, I kind of laugh sometimes like <clears throat> sometimes you hear a testimony of a Christian they're like, "Yeah, man, I used to party and do all these things and I was a wild man or gal and now oh, and now I believe in Jesus and my life is, you know, I whatever, I try to do the right thing." And like what <laughs> how how uh, kind of sad that is because my life was in complete shambles and garbage and trash and I hated myself and I had a gun in my mouth uh, back in 2009. Like I was like literally hated myself. I hated everything. I was just this miserable person and praise the Lord that he sought me out. He put people in my life to speak life over me in truth and that I praise the Lord came to know, love and accept that truth. And that, that truth is Jesus Christ, that he came into this world, he died for my sins, he rose again, and he's in heaven, and, he, and he, he's our advocate. He sits by the Father and literally advocates for us. It says if we're in sin that we have an advocate with the Father, as we just pray to Jesus and ask for forgiveness. And in, in trueness, not to continue in what we're doing, but to, to repentance, right? To turn away from what we're doing. So I encourage you, my, my brothers and sisters, if, if abortion has been something that has been hanging over your heads or has 
maybe try to define your life or the, the enemy tries to keep bringing condemnation upon you, just remember that the Lord calls you a son and a daughter and that we have forgiveness at the ready if we're just willing to ask for it and accept it and to live in newness. My prayer for you is that you find this healing and love. I don't pretend to make light of the situation. I just know that in my life, I've done terrible, terrible things. And I know that Jesus Christ loves me and has forgiven me and that he calls me his son. And that is something that I would never trade for anything in the world. So be blessed. I'll, I'll you know, pray for everybody and anybody and um, just continue to fight the good fight.